0: After having two kids in public school for the last 12 years, we decided to give homeschool a shot for our youngest son, Marshall. He's in sixth grade, and where we live, that's middle school with seventh graders and eighth graders. There's been a lot of curiosity around our choice to homeschool, and I'm really happy to have a chance to talk about it here with you on the podcast. Welcome to Ask Andrea, a podcast about home life, working smart, and being a crafty babe. Hi, I'm Andrea. You probably know me online as Retro Hip Mama. I own Retro Hip Co., a company that runs on vintage inspired creativity and a good balance of hustle and rest. I design and publish Retro Hip Magazine and create content all over the socials as a reminder to women that our creativity is important and should take up space. I'm so excited to chat with you and answer all your questions. Let's rock and roll. Here's how the idea even came up. We have two middle schools in our town, and we've been at the same elementary school since Gibson was in first grade, which was 2007. So we always planned for Marshall to go to this particular middle school, which is the same one Gibson went to. It's right next door to the elementary school. And when we lived in that neighborhood, it was a block away, and he could walk there with his friends. Would have been perfect. The school you know, is also where his elementary school feeds to. After fifth grade. So, of course, that's where all of his friends would go. Well, in 2017, we were forced to leave the neighborhood and move when our landlord needed to sell the house suddenly. And we were left having to move. Uh, and then when we finally settled in, an, in a, where we are now, uh, we had a change in address. Well, the schools that they were at for last year had no problem with uh, them staying at their current schools. It was Gibson senior year. It was Marshall's fifth grade year. So last year's at those schools. And they didn't have a problem with us living outside of the boundary for their last years. They weren't going to make the kids change schools, uh, even though both kids technically were in the boundaries for different schools. Um, but, you know, needless to say, we're, we're in a much better situation, much better house, much better neighborhood right now. We don't miss being in that neighborhood. But now that means we live outside of the boundary for this new school, this middle school that, ever you know, we had always... Thought that he would go to and where all of his friends would go. Uh, We're linked to the other middle school that's in our town. So, the the thing that you do is you fill out a choice form, it's called a school choice form. But schools are highly impacted in this town because it's growing fast and there's only two middle schools and there's only two high schools. So, we had been hearing that the chances of getting accepted into our non-boundary school weren't good. Um, plus, they don't even let you know about availability until like three days before school starts. So him starting a brand new school, he wouldn't have had an orientation period. Um, he When he was at the fifth grade school, they went on a tour to this particular middle school. And then if that's not the school that he was going to go to, he didn't get a chance to go visit the other school. So we just started considering what our options might be. Now, while his boundary school is like brand newly remodeled, like it actually used to be the high school when the town was much smaller and they moved it to a middle school and they just redid the whole thing. It's like, it's gorgeous. But you know it even was it within walking distance from our house and he just but he didn't know anyone who would be going there i mean middle school is hard enough but it would be like being a new kid in your own hometown we talked to him about having a bigger pool of kids to choose from how he makes friends super easy and all the benefits of the situation but it did cause him quite a bit of anxiety and i could i could tell we were this is just these are kind of the things that kind of started getting us to. Talking about it. Middle school is rough. Everybody knows that. Kids are jerks, and Marshall can be on the sensitive side. He doesn't lack social skills or book smarts, but he lacks the ability to not take things personally. And when we heard that a particular kid who'd been kind of mean to him would be going there, you know, we were like, eh, you know, the likelihood of them having everyday contact was going to be low. Anyway, just another, just another thing. And speaking of book smarts, this isn't a kid who struggled in school by any means. He regularly scores above average in his state testing. He gets straight A's. He loves school, but he wasn't being challenged. He was comprehending things far beyond his classmates, and he was just forced to kind of hang out while the other kids caught up. Uh, so I thought that homeschool maybe would be a, a way for him to learn at his own pace. So I casually mentioned this to Matt that maybe we could homeschool this year or at least research it. And he was all for it, like all for it. And I mean, look, we're both at home now. Marshall is old enough to manage his learning and it just felt like the perfect time. Hey babes, quick news break. The Crafty Babe crew membership is opening soon. And this month is Magazine Launch Month. From the 1st through the 7th of this month, you'll be able to jump in and snag the latest issue of Retro Hit Magazine and all the delicious add-ons for just $13 a month enrollment opens on the 1st and closes on the 7th so be sure you're signed up to get all the goods this month and if you don't join us this month you'll have another chance next month when there's an exclusive video an exclusive podcast and an exclusive printable and you're always welcome to grab the newest issue of Retro Hip magazine from the shop without even being a member head over to retrohipco.com membership to see the membership options or retrohipco.com shop to grab the magazine when it drops on the first or any past issues. Get in the crew and be a crafty babe. A little history here is that before I ever even had kids, I really imagined that I would homeschool them. And not because I longed to be a teacher or anything, but because I was in a strong church environment at that time, where stay-at-home momming and homeschooling was just accepted and encouraged. So I always really liked the idea. But That did not happen. I had to work outside the house through all of my kids' young years and never got the opportunity. And this is also now being added to the list of reasons why I'm considering making this shift in our house. Other things that started coming to the surface were things like I selfishly wanted more time with him. He's 12 now and he wants to be home, he wants to be with me, he likes. The relationship that we have, and we're both really happy about this. Um, and my favorite part is that you know he'll be working on a lesson, and he'll just randomly need a hug from me, so he'll just come over and get one. <laughs> um, of course, I love that. And also, you know, he's my last kid, and I'm never going to have these days again. So why not? He's got to go to school. I mean, he's got to have school. Does does he have to go? I just figure let's make the most of these days. Um, I can't imagine doing this in high school. I don't really know, and I'm not putting out any um, yeses or nos about that. We kind of committed to like, we'll just, you know, we'll see how it goes right now. Uh, and so, you know, I do want to give him an opportunity to go out to school uh, if, if he wants to do that or if we feel like that's something that he needs to do. So the whole, like... Way that like God's involved in all of this, but like the part for me that made me realize God was totally in charge of this was a run in with an old friend at Trader Joe's. So, quick story is that our oldest son met a friend in his first grade class when we first put Gibson into school. So, he went to private school for preschool and kindergarten, uh, and then we moved to this town in first grade and we decided to put him into the public school to our neighborhood school. We've been there ever since. <laughs> uh they were inseparable until about tenth grade, so they did church stuff and mission trips and school events and longboarding and I mean you name it, these kids were super close. But high school happened and, you know, they drifted, but his mom, Jennifer, and I have always been friends since the day that they met. Um, I had just had Marshall, and she was pregnant with her third child. So, like, we just, we connected, and we would let the kids hang out all the time, and we were just really close. I just absolutely loved her. Oh, and this is also something that I'm going to talk about in the next episode, which is episode 15, where I talk about boy mom tips. But being friends with your kids, friends, parents is super important to not only like, keep the kids honest, but also just to have a person who's probably going through those same years with you. Her and I hadn't really chatted much since the boys kind of stopped hanging out. And uh, it wasn't because they weren't friends anymore. It was just kind of... Just that natural ebb and flow of a friendship. It was nothing personal, personal, like it was nothing personal at all. And we, of course, are still friends. So two days after I brought it up to Matt, and at this point, I'm a few weeks into my new work at home life. I got myself into a good routine where I was running errands on Friday mornings and TJ's was on that errand run. Right there in the produce aisle was Jennifer. I was thrilled to see her like, I cried when I saw her because I just missed her so much. We stood next to the organic grapes for like 20 minutes, probably annoying every single person in that crowded store, but it was so good to catch up. And I knew that she had homeschooled her middle daughter, and I knew that her son, who was Gibson's friend, actually homeschooled his senior year so that he could be in a band, and they toured around California for a little bit. And these are things I already knew, but just because we were catching up, those subjects came up because I asked about the kids and um, she was telling me that her other daughter was thinking of homeschooling and the middle daughter was thinking about going back to regular school. So I told her, oh my gosh, we are considering homeschool for Marshall. And she's like, well, let me send you some information about the school that we go to because we love our teacher and she does all of her lessons. This is her daughter. She does all of her lessons online. And, and Jennifer it runs a home daycare. So she says, you know, I can still take care of all the kids. And I'm not actually teaching my daughter how to do anything. I'm just helping her and guiding her along. Uh, so she highly recommends the school, the teacher and everything. And later that afternoon, she sends me a link to the school and tells me, oh, my gosh, today is the last day to apply for this school year. And I was like, I have to apply right now. If we're going to do this, I have to at least see what we can do. So I hurried up and gathered all the docs and I applied before the deadline ended that evening. So this school has a lottery system for entry. And since we were new and not returning students, I needed a plan B because I couldn't guarantee that we were going to get in. So to make sure we had another option, we interviewed and were immediately accepted to the charter school that's attached to our district. We got the email, though, that Marshall got into the school that we wanted uh, the one that was recommended by a friend. And so we went in that direction for one main reason. And that reason is because the charter school with the district didn't offer any online learning. He would be learning from a textbook and I would be teaching him. And I will be honest, on the real, I am not a good teacher. I'm um, That's not my strength. I don't articulate or explain things well. It is not my gift. So we needed... A school that had a curriculum that was completely online. Marshall is a self-starter, and that was not going to be a problem for him, but it would have been a problem for me if I was going to be the one teaching him. Plus, I still work. I work still a full-time job that I just do it from home. So it's not like I all of a sudden got this extra time into my life um, just because I'm at home. So I'm just guiding him and helping him navigate his work and his projects. And I'm really like his homeschool manager, and he has a real-life teacher. She comes and visits every few weeks to do a check, see how he's doing, see how he's progressing in, in things. Um, And his actual lessons are online and through videos that are given via a teacher uh, on that subject and on the the curriculum that they're going through uh, and then he applies what he learns via problems and questions all online and everything's captured it's it's really working out well and then we can supplement with other things like we have an extra grammar book we have extra math worksheets for him he's doing um some stem crate like kiwi crate stuff uh and he's just you know doing some extra things to supplement so, we started out by doing a little bit of each subject every day and we did that for a couple weeks and then after talking to his teacher, we decided to try doing a single subject per day with math and reading every day. So like Monday he does his entire week's worth of science, Tuesday is English, Wednesday's history, Thursdays are for like extra lessons, catch-up work, working on big projects or a Kiwi kit, and then we honestly take Fridays off, which is fantastic Um, because he likes to spend, um, you know, his free time on his games and his friends all get out at two o'clock on Fridays. So he can do some, he does do some math sometimes on Fridays if he's not behind. (laughs) I'm just, my my next, my next part of the story is that He's two weeks ahead in all of his subjects. So, you know, because he can move along whenever he's ready. And if it took him 20 minutes to do a whole week's worth of stuff, I'm like, OK, well, then you need to kind of move on because you need to spend a little bit more time during the day doing stuff. But in math, which is his favorite subject, he's six weeks ahead. And at this point, because he loves it so much, he's not being held back. We're just kind of telling him to go for it. Um, And his teacher is... uh Trying to, we're trying to limit him to 30 minutes a day in the math, um, but just because he is moving so fast. But uh, when he's done with his sixth grade curriculum, we're just going to start seventh grade, even if he's not, <laughs> you know, in seventh grade. Um, we were thinking about doing it consecutively and doing seventh grade kind of like on top of sixth, but we just decided to let him fly at whatever speed he wants to for sixth. And then we'll just start seventh when he's done. And so he's super stoked about that. Uh, And we have a lot of extra sixth and seventh grade math resources and workshops, and he loves to do them when he's, like, finished early or wants more to work on. Um, But even though we've got this cool system and he's not spending, you know, eight hours in a classroom or, you know, doing all the things that, you know, you'd normally do at school, he is... Doing a lot of things around the house and learning certain like home skills. So, we're doing, he cooks dinner with me once a week. He goes and does grocery shopping with me and makes our meal plan with me. So, he's learning a lot of these things that he may not or may learn in school, but I want it to just be a little bit more full for him. So, anyway, it's not always sunshine and rainbows, though, let me tell you. I did get a little concern from my mom when we first brought it up, only just concern for him not experiencing school or if he would still be able to be with his friends because he is very social. But I'm just super grateful that we live in the time that we do because we have all kinds of stigma wrapped around homeschool. And it's just not like how people saw homeschool back, you know, when we were growing up, um, You know, there weren't like Facebook homeschool groups or easy ways to meet up. But Marshall plays and interacts with his friends every day, just like he would at school. I mean, it's not the same experience, but he has not lost his friends. He does jujitsu twice a week with his best dude. And he hangs with his boys online during after school game time. He has sleepovers at friends' houses. Friends come over here. I mean, technology really makes it easier for him to stay in contact with them. And we totally encourage it. They FaceTime and they just they make time to be together. Uh, so he's not experiencing passing period or lockers or a gym class or sitting in a traditional classroom for middle school. And I just don't think that those things are going to be boundaries for him in his growth and I love seeing how he's thriving in this environment, uh, you know, and I like the fact that our grandparents or his grandparents and our families um, totally encourage our him in this and they've really supported our choice. It's also shifted our relationship, mine and Marshall's. Um, we talked about this in the beginning. I would not just be mom, but I would be like managing and directing his days and and helping him to stay on track as far as are you taking notes for this class? Are you know reminding him he needs to do certain things and just I'm essentially his his parent educator, um and the, and he has to respect me in that role. And at first he would do some whining about subjects he didn't really like, and Matt had to pull him aside and kind of straighten him out. Um, but it's been interesting to be on both to be both roles for him. But he's old enough to handle it, and I think we've done a good job so far. I also am really liking the privilege of helping him through issues that he's struggling with. Like, when he doesn't automatically know how to do something, he gets really frustrated with himself very easily. And I'm the same way, so I can recognize it. For example, earlier this week, he started working on a new Eureka crate, which he chose over a doodle crate – (laughs) but it's a bit more advanced than he's used to with the Kiwi crate, the Tinker kits. So, or the Kiwi kit, is it a Tinker crate or Tinker kit? I forget. Anyway, he's building a wooden ukulele. It's not a small project. And he was already kind of frustrated that his solar powered solar system model thing wasn't working. So he was just not giving his best to this new project. And I could see it like festering. And we can do whatever we want. So I was able to just give him the freedom to be done for the day. Like I wasn't excusing or rewarding his bad mood. I just didn't want him to work on this really intricate project with that mindset. It's That's the freedom I love for him so that he could come back when he's feeling 100% right about it and enjoy it. I don't want to force him through something like that, especially when it's something that he really does enjoy, but he was just not in the mood. So will we do this next year? I don't know. Uh, we did commit to at least try it, try it for now. But check this out. After we committed to our school and already had meetings with the teacher and, uh, you know, kind of already had that all planned out. And he actually started school like two and a half weeks after our district started. We got a call from the original middle school that we wanted to go with. And they said they had room for him. But even after we discussed it with Marshall, we all still decided to stick with homeschool. Um, the original school did tell us that if anything changed, if homeschool didn't work out, that we could always go to that school, that there would always be room for him. There just may not be like the electives may not be as, as open for him. And he would kind of have to be, you know, put into whatever was available. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good to at least know that that is an option for us because I don't want him to feel stuck here and I don't want him to feel obligated just because we chose this. Um, but <laughs> I'll be honest with you when I tell you that I have had to use that as a threat when he gets a little whiny. Sometimes I am like, I will put you in a classroom. <laughs> but it's really just because I need him to understand, and he really does, that this is such a privilege and a gift that we're giving him. And not every kid gets an opportunity to just stay home in their sweats and, you know, do four or five hours of school versus eight. And we just want him to understand that it this isn't something to, to squander. Um, but he does appreciate it and he shows it with hugs, which I love. Well, thanks for hanging out with me today and talking about this fun subject. If you're interested in following along on our homeschool journey, I do have a separate Instagram account. You can search for Gray Matter Academy and hang out with us there. I post sometimes about things he's learning about or fun projects that we're doing and um, different lesson plan uh, options that we are kind of working through Um, But now we can take this conversation over to my Instagram account and let me know your homeschool thoughts or questions or experience. So uh, on my Instagram account today, look for my post and let's chat. And I'll be back next week with another fun topic. Bye, babes. Hey, babes. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Ask Andrea. Just a quick reminder, we've got a few things going on, and I'd love if you followed me over on Instagram at at retrohipmama, and then if you wouldn't mind going to iTunes and giving this podcast a rating and a review, it would mean so much to me, and I super appreciate you guys being here.